Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 256 of Be With Me, 7 Minutes of Biblical Wonder. And we're going to talk about today uh, what my text notes in my ESV ESV Bible say is the most enigmatic, debated, misunderstood sayings of Jesus's ministry. And we're going to wrap that up in a nice little bow in seven minutes or less. So I got a big kick out of that today. Well, let's get right to it, shall we? This is in Luke chapter 12. Hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen. Verse 8, And I tell you, everyone who acknowledges me before men, the Son of Man will acknowledge before the angel of God. But the one who denies me before men will be not, will be denied before the angels of God. And here's the verse. And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But the one who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. And then a comforting conclusion. And when they bring you before the synagogues and the rulers and the authorities, do not be anxious about how you should defend yourself or what you should say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you are to say. So we have a couple verses here that are about the Holy Spirit. And one of the things that I find the most interesting about this passage is not that he says this about the Holy Spirit, because he does want us to know this. It's the when part. It's when he says this about the Holy Spirit. Uh, And most poignantly, the one who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. And the when part about this is people, this is Luke chapter 12. We have not got to the chronological part where he takes the disciples in the Last Supper and says, you know, it's going to be better for you. It's to your advantage that I go away because then you get the Holy Spirit, which is in John chapter 14 and John chapter 16, the Holy Spirit, he's a helper. He's going to be with you forever. He's a spirit of truth. He's going to dwell with you. He's going to be with you. He's going to teach you all things, bring everything to remembrance, um, convict the world of sin, and hopefully you can then you can respond to that. And, and this ongoing process where he has things to say to us, this indwelling part. And the people here in this passage are saying, nope, I don't want any part of that. So what they're speaking of is this persistent, unrepentant resistance against the Holy Spirit. Uh, flagrant, willful, and deliberate. Now let's talk about the first part about this, that everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. Let's not forget that Jesus is in the forgiveness business. Without this characteristic of the Lord, he's out of of customers. Uh, So regretted and repented, temporary slips or hastily spoken or disrespectfully spoken, uh, we have, and we have great examples of that in Scripture. Peter, Mary Magdalene, uh, everybody who's come to the Lord, me, you. Uh, this is a part of his DNA, part of his character that he he seeks to have a relationship with us, and the only way to do it is to forgive us for our sins. We're just supposed to be surrendered and receive that forgiveness. There's a softness there. This other part is the hardness part, this blaspheming, uh, 
uh, hardened, reinforced, renewed commitment against the Lord, against the person of the Lord, but it's also against the provision uh, of the Lord. There's a message that he brings. There's a plan that he brings. So I've been so touched recently with the with Nicodemus, for example, who gets the God so loved the world statement and you must be born again. He gets that to him as an individual. And Martha gets, I am the resurrection and the life. Uh, and what if they said, both of those guys just said, ah, nah, no, no, I don't think. I'm going to go, there's got to be an, a, another way. It's like, wait, prophets and kings have longed to hear this. We've been waiting for this clear um, message. And so this person that's blaspheming against the Holy Spirit is standing hard repeatedly against both the action and the influence of the of the Spirit. So the good news for us is that God has made a way. He has given us a helper. He hasn't left us with orphans. He brings a, a helper that's going to help us guide us into truth and then stay there after we get there. So one of the good news in this passage is that there's going to be justice. We want a God of justice, don't we? So for those that reject the mercy of God, the message of God and the mercy of God, there's going to be justice for them. So there's this concept that you can place yourself outside this, outside the kingdom if you want to, outside the reach of this provision for sin. So let's be careful about there. And then I'm comforted by this last passage where he says, uh, don't be anxious if you get called before the authorities, because then he says, for the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour. Again, emphasizing what's this job of the Holy Spirit? It's to be with you. It's to help you in the moment. It's to bring truth to your mind. It's to convict you of sin. Um the, there's this concept of, of those in Christendom saying, well, maybe I've done this, you know, and they go around worrying about whether they've uh, blasphemed the Holy Spirit. The very fact that you're worried about this and that you possibly can feel bad about this says that you care, that you agree with God about this pathway for forgiveness, uh, about his provision and care, and that you are open to the Holy Spirit's and his influence in this. So the very fact that you're worried about it pretty much means that you haven't committed this sin. So let's be humble here, obviously. Let's place ourselves under the teaching and the influence and the presence of the Holy Spirit. It's like getting Christmas every day. You get this package of the Holy Spirit of truth and being with you forever and dwelling with you. Rather than saying, oh, yeah, I'd rather be an orphan. I'd rather, you know, just just go with plan B, even though there isn't a plan B. We get this manifestation of the Spirit in teaching and remembrance. So let's be soft to that rather than re-harden our uh, bunkers. So I hope I've uh, uh, clarified what's described as the most en enigmatic, debated, misunderstood saying of the ministry. Let's be with the Holy Spirit. Let's enjoy the Holy Spirit. And we're going to get eventually to uh, John chapter 14, John chapter 16. And when we do, we'll learn all about the Holy Spirit and how attractive the Holy Spirit is. And let's receive him. Love you, my brothers and sisters. Thanks for listening.